Good evening to all of the ladies that have assembled today. Uh, I'm grateful, honored, humbled to have been invited to speak to you all today. So I'm going to read one of my poems from one of my books. And I chose this poem, uh, the name of it is, I Cannot Complain. And the reason why I chose this poem is because uh, we have a lot of mumbling and grumbling going on today. Uh, we're in the middle of a pandemic. We have people who are unemployed. We have people who don't know where the next meal is coming from. Uh, fortunately for me, I have not had to encounter any of those things, but I know many people who have. And this is a poem that I wrote, it, but it's, it, it, it encourages me. Uh, I wrote it for anybody who needs any kind of encouragement, but I really wrote it for myself because at the time I needed some encouragement about some things that I was going through. So the name of the poem is, I Cannot Complain. I cannot complain. My ancestors came here on slave ships in adverse conditions. I cannot complain. They worked for people who treated them like dirt. I cannot complain. My ancestors conquered. I cannot complain. Harriet Tubman was determined to free as many slaves as possible. I cannot complain. Martin Luther King had a dream that his four little children would one day live in a nation where, there would, where they would not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I cannot complain. Brother Malcolm said, if you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. I cannot complain. My grandparents, Junius and Victoria Rito, decreed and declared that I would be somebody and I would leave a mark in this world. I cannot complain. I have food, water, shelter, family, love, and most of all, I have God. I cannot complain. I can go to school and obtain as many degrees as any other American. I cannot complain. I know the difference between acquaintances and true friends. I cannot complain. I know who is for me and who is against me. I cannot complain. Jeremiah 29 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. I cannot complain. go to my website. My website is www.alfredakelly.com or you can call me at 757-344-1550. So I have three poetry books transformation of the mind body and soul that was my first book the skin i am in first one is why women weep i wrote that because at the time the place i was working at at hampton university it had 
I heard a lot of people complaining all the time. So I used to walk down the hall and say, you know what, I'm gonna write a book about why women weep. And I did. And I really didn't expect, you know, for it to be as successful as it was, but it really was pretty, I really did really well with it. Uh, let's fast forward a few years later, one of the uh, Marines that I know, he said, well, you writing a book about why women weep, why don't you write a book about why men weep? So I thought about it for a minute and I said, well, you know what, let me see how this is gonna work out. So i never forget, I woke up December 15, 2015, and uh, at five o'clock in the morning, and I went on Facebook and I solicited all of the men that I knew. And I said, if I wrote a book about uh, why men cry, I said, who would, who could, uh, who would present their stories to me? And so I was surprised because I had more than a hundred men who said that they would write the stories. So they did. And so my latest book is Men Cry Too. Now, I also wrote this book because uh, typically and traditionally in African-American communities, men are taught not to cry. But we all know that men are human beings also, and they have feelings also. So to me, it almost like I was trying to bridge uh, a gap in the African-American community when we tell our young men that it is okay for them to shed tears and that they're not a punk and they're not a sissy if they decide, if they have to cry about something. And um, so that was my last book. And a book titled Decrees and Declarations of Authenticity. I wrote that book for my daughter. My daughter is her only child. So I always said, if something happened to me, who is going to teach her how to be? And when I, say, when I say the words, how to be, what I mean is teach her about morals, respect, what God said, what God decrees for us. So I wrote that book. And uh, I think out of all of them, I think that's my favorite one because uh, I can present it to young girls. I can present it even to older women because a lot of times we ostracize women and talk about them and say things about them. Well, why did she do this? And why is she doing that? What we have to realize is that everybody don't know the things that we know. So you have to be that person. If I see a woman who is doing something that, you know, is really not inappropriate or unacceptable, it's the way you approach people. You approach them in a loving manner, not in a manner where you're trying to demean them or make them feel ashamed. And you tell them, hey, you know, you maybe maybe that wasn't the right thing to do. If it was me, I would have done it this way. And, you know, talk to them in a loving manner. So uh, I love that book because women love it. It's a good book for young girls, too, on how to be. And I didn't just use my experiences. Everything that I wrote about, I backed it up with biblical scriptures. So that way, it's not like I'm just pulling an idea out of the air. I'm saying something, I am saying this, this is how I feel about it, but this is what God says about it. So that's pretty much it. <laughs>